0: Coming up on TMS: Darth Tina
2: uh, is it too early to get a grimace milkshake? Pneumonia plus grandma's double dip and spit shine. The Jimmy John's grammar Nazi measuring time in Wonka bars.
0: You can lick your thumb all you want; it won't put the paint back on the shittiest Walgreens. <laughs>
2: Emergency casserole in the trunk. Paternity by Povich. Ew.
0: Enjoy HGTV in hospital, honey. I'm off to the
2: Sparks concert. I don't need to see my Wagyu cow. How many pneumonias can you get? Making more makers with Bill.
0: GLaDOS weighs with Bobby and more on this episode of The Morning Stream.
1: And
3: here it is, the greatest advance in television since color television itself. The ultimate in performance and convenience.
1: When you make it with milk, it's extra good. D- D-
0: the morning stream two weeks there's no such thing as two
3: weeks in the news business
0: hey everybody welcome to tms it's the morning stream for tuesday july 11th 2023 i'm scott johnson with the returning brian Ibbett. hello brian
2: hello Oh, the the divot is still uh, still warm from Bobby who did a great job thank you again Bobby for mm-hmm. filling in yeah very last minute
0: <laughs> yeah it was kind of last second the whole weekend yeah. felt like a bunch of a series of last seconds like you know
2: yes it really was like it how- really was like uh like Film sack, both uh, Saturday and Sunday. We all woke up thinking film sack was uh, well. You guys woke up thinking film sack yeah. was gonna happen. I woke up much earlier than than all of you realizing that film sack wasn't gonna happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we got a message on a Saturday at four a.m. or something. You were up?
2: Yeah, it was three. Yeah, Tina woke me up. Uh, well, let's get into that, right? Yeah, so, let's just talk about uh, it. In case, in case you uh, don't read my threads, uh, threads dot whatever slash Coverville. <laughs> Threads.tv. L U. What is it? Is it? Threads. I don't even know. I think it's threads. Info.
0: Threads.net. I think, but the the web version <laughs> doesn't even work yet. So just no, use it doesn't the even app.
2: work. So don't even go to threads.net. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so uh, Tina, the day after Fourth of July, had started feeling sick, like she was having a cold, and and started with like a sore throat and some congestion. So I was I was uh dealing with with you know making sure she was taken care of in that sense of things like hey do you need anything you want some soup blah 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 right that started on wednesday thursday kind of got a little bit a little bit worse um uh friday she uh she sent me to the store and we'll I'll talk about that as a whole separate story <laughs> oh was that when this happened okay <laughs> that's when that, that's when the story number two happened yeah. yeah and uh uh but things you know just slowly not getting better and and a little bit of Uh, chest congestion and pain and sore throat and and just not, you know, weakness, just not doing well. Sure. Uh, Saturday morning, you know, she says, or it's Friday night. She says, if I'm not feeling better tomorrow morning, then I'm just going to take myself to urgent care. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, makes sense. Sure. So Saturday morning she gets up. I've got all my stuff queued up for a film sack. Um, She wakes up and says, I need you to take me to urgent care. I'm feeling weak. It's it, it feels like uh, pneumonia to me. She's had it before. This is her oh. second bout with it, or third, maybe second or third bout. Second bout, and uh, she says I think that's what it is. But I'm just going to go there. We'd been doing COVID tests, both of us all week long, which is kind of fun. It's like uh, remember remember we were doing this all the time in 2021. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just so so much fun. Yeah. Um, so we get her over to urgent care. They basically uh, confirm. By the way, this urgent care place it's called care. Now it's over by It's, it's in network. So thankfully it's, uh, inexpensive. Make sure you check on those people because sometimes if you're, if they're out of network and you don't know they're out of network, it's going to cost you a fortune. Sure. Um, they've got uh, TVs in their waiting room, the TV, uh, apparently all the TVs, cause there's some in the medical offices as well for when they take a while to get to you. uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the the Gene Gene Wilder one, on a loop. And we walked in as the kids were going into the candy factory. Tina walked out when um, uh, Cheer Up Charlie was playing on its second (laughs) go-round.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to say. Yeah. That was either a really fast appointment or a long one
2: because— It was a really long uh, one. Like, the movie had looped around to uh, the beginning of the second one before Tina— far better than fox and stoic squirrel absolutely so I, I get to listen to that while i was sitting in the lobby playing marvel snap which is a lot of fun yeah um she comes out and says yeah it's pneumonia i'm like all right well let's get you home let's get you you squared away and of course pr- prior to any of this stuff i had reached out to all the film set guys and said hey let's can we push to tomorrow this is kind of emergency thing came up and mm-hmm. and um Thinking that uh, that was you know that we'd uh, basically figured out pneumonia and we are just going to take care of that and she'll be right as rain in a few days. Sunday morning, uh, I'm woken up by Tina at about three thirty in the morning. Mm. Brian, I'm having a hard time breathing. My chest is really hurting. We got you got to take me to the emergency room. Yeah. I'm out of like out of bed like a rocket packing up you know all right what do you need toothbrush grabbing stuff throwing in bag yeah getting her and getting a couple things for me because i know it could be there a while <laughs> so yeah uh, again uh ipad phone sure snap whatever. do you
0: have do you have your like a bag nearby it's like a go bag type thing or no you just, no because uh, i mean you
2: know. why would we like it, it's yeah. not like she's eight months pregnant we know we could be any time <laughs> this is like a this is like you know, we've got the one that has our uh, our collection of passports and wads of money in foreign, uh, <laughs> foreign yeah, increments. But of course. <laughs> that's a whole different go bag, and that's buried under the house. Sure. Um, we get her to uh, the emergency room, and um, sure enough, they say, yeah, it looks like it's spread to the other lungs, so you now have double pneumonia, and we're going to admit you into the hospital. Can I tell and you how so embarrassed
0: I am to only have learned when you told us about double pneumonia in my lifetime, I always just thought it was like extra bad. It didn't actually mean both lungs, like doubled up, like lung number join, one and two. Join the
2: club. It did. Like when you, when it, you finally make sense, like when you hear it, it's like, Oh, well that makes sense. You get pneumonia. I didn't know you just got pneumonia in one lung. And Cause I thought I when not, you have no. pneumonia, it's, you know, it's uh,
0: I always figured it was uh, the whole kit and caboodle and you just, you yeah. didn't separate it. So when people say, Oh, double pneumonia, I'm like, Oh, that's like Ooh, that's, two times that's, as
2: bad. <laughs> that's super bad pneumonia. Yeah, right. no, that was you know when they said, oh man, so it spread to the other lungs and they have double pneumonia. I'm like, oh, and oh. I know. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> you both learn something and then learn something. Oh.
2: Yeah, exactly. So uh we get her into a, uh, a hospital room, and um, and they're basically, you know, her her chest pain is still really bad. She's still having a hard time breathing. They've got her hooked up to oxygen. They're trying to do everything they can to to mitigate everything. And um, uh, finally, in early afternoon, you know, after being there for six or seven hours, um, she's the the pain is is lessening. She's breathing a lot better. Um, and she's, she's doing great. So, well, doing great, doing better. Doing better. Yeah. (laughs) Doing better. Uh, Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, uh, kind of, uh, it's still joking. She's, you know, in good spirits the whole day. Uh, not like, uh, what was me? She's like, you know, joking around with me and we're, we're, uh, chit-chatting. And so, um, uh, I had tickets to see. Uh, Sparks for the first time as a so as as just the band because I saw them with Franz Ferdinand when they were FFS right. a little joint project that they did with uh, Franz Ferdinand for one album, and uh, and I told her I said well I'll call George and see if he wants to take Barb or one of his daughters or something like that and she's like no you're going and I'm, and I. Fully was fully prepared and said it even again. No, I'll stay with you. There's no fun being in the hospital alone. She says, What are you going to do? Watch me watch HGTV and fall asleep? Oh, man. <laughs> for, for several hours. It's a really solid point, Tina. <clears throat> That's a great point. Do. I can only take so much of house hunters. Bill and Elaine are looking for a small two bedroom to potentially raise a family. Blah, mm. Blah, blah. Mm. So, um, after she she after I gave her two chances I said no 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 oh no 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 and then finally said okay two chances and she uh, allowed me to go so Sunday night went and saw sparks with uh, Uncle George um get in there bright and early Monday thinking um you know we're gonna get you out of here pretty quick and actually you know what I take that I shouldn't preface it like that because the the folks there at Lutheran Hospital were fantastic they took good care of her they um everybody who came in so during the ER time, she'd have a lot of people coming in to take vitals or change an oxygen tank or something like that. Right. And everybody who came in as they were leaving say, "I hope you feel better soon." And it's it didn't feel like a "thanks for coming, have a nice day" kind of kind of like you're trained to say this. It's like it just was felt like a genuine thing that they, you know, they they said on their way out like not, not just but I'm sure platitudes. they say it to every customer yeah. or every patient, but yeah. You know, um I don't love is, I'm
0: not a I'm not a big fan of empty platitudes, so it's always nice yeah. to hear when people uh you know, they sound like they they're they mean it. I don't I wouldn't totally. doubt it either. It sounds that sounds like a very nice thing for any hospital, Lutheran or not. It sounds like the way yes. to live, you know? That's exactly. good. Exactly. Nothing wrong with that. So
2: uh about noon they started the discharge process. Uh, it took about an hour and a half, got her home at about one thirty, and uh that's where she's been ever since. She's upstairs resting right now. Kitty Uh, Rubbing against her legs. uh, um, Oh, and and now we have this extra fun thing uh, she's got because she still needs oxygen for a few more days uh, until she gets her strength back up. We have a concentrator, which is a roller bag sized machine that sounds like, um, sounds like Darth Vader learning how to breathe when he first initially got his, <laughs> his respirator on. Okay. Shortly, shortly after, no. It's what, it's what Darth Vader sounded like. Um, and so she's got a 50-foot uh, tube connected to that so she can kind of get around the whole house wherever she needs to go. But you know who likes long, stringy things are two cats. Oh,
0: my gosh. I'll bet they're loving so, that. Yeah.
2: We are. We're basically, you know, armed with spray bottles to, to spray them anytime they come near that thing. But uh, how hopefully. how far
0: can she go tethered like that? Is it a pretty good length on that thing? It's like- fifty
2: feet, so she can get she can get anywhere she wants in the house. And we've got um, we've got uh, like portable tanks that we can hook her up to on a little um, like a little miniature dolly. Yeah, like they're they're the regular oxygen tanks are probably three feet tall and, the, and then it's and that's just like a little wheel dolly that's the size of those tanks with wheels and a, a stand so that she can plug in her little hose to that, walk around if she needs to go outside and water her plants or something, she can do that. So
0: I I blame Denver Fan X for this. They somebody gave her something there. That's what that's I think.
2: That's what we think. Yeah. And it's um we were wondering about that because it's bacterial, not viral. Mm. And um so I don't know uh I don't know where she would have gotten it but you know we were around people for fourth of july we were around people you know prior to that but the largest number of people Mm -hmm. in those stupid streams of of uh you've got to get into the stream to walk through the vendor area Mm -hmm. um the, the the con seems like the most likely um
0: it's a pretty good ground zero theory I think. It
2: feels like it, right? It's it's like yeah, that's definitely seems like the most likely yeah.
0: place. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad she's feeling uh better and and feeling better all the
2: time. That's the important yeah, thing. Me too. And she we were listening on the way back to uh your TMS with Bobby on the way home from the hospital. And uh and you know, hearing your description of of barf all over the place and pew pu- or and and uh, diarrhea and all that stuff uh I said, you know, I'd rather, I'd still rather deal with your, your pneumonia than what, than the stuff that Scott had to deal with last week. She's like, yeah, I'm kind of with you.
0: It's funny because we had a similar thing. I said, oh no, Tina's in the hospital. Kim's like, what's wrong? And I said, she's, it sounds like pneumonia. This is before we knew it was confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I guess it was just Saturday that we were talking and she says, she goes, oh, that's awful. I would, I think I would rather have what happened to us happen than, than have to deal with that. And I said, <laughs> I said I'll said, i bet they would say the opposite because when you're in the middle of this, it's just like, you know, any, anything feels better than what you're going through, right? But yeah, like I even yeah. asked Carter, I said, would you rather have this again, this mm-hmm. nightmare double dragon again, mm-hmm. or like a just a really horrible, congesty, awful, you know, two-week chest flu thing? Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, I'd take this. I'm like mm-hmm. all right I understand what they mean. They don't mean I'd take this yeah. plus no water please. They don't mean That's that. That's the
2: thing. Yeah, it, you know, oh a, a day, you know, 24 hours of uh, of everything coming out both ends. Uh, I would rather do that. But when you couple it with the perfect storm <laughs> of uh yeah, <laughs> of no running water in the house and you're basically you're basically faithful eight uh, yeah. out in the cabin with uh, <laughs>
0: yeah. We're 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 living little house on the prairie times for for four yeah. days yes, and uh, exactly
2: that was the it was, was bad
0: the, it was really bad yeah. May it never exactly. may
2: it never shadow my door again
0: is my hope uh,
2: for for either of us this this Enduring. business. Yeah. So that Friday morning before we knew it was pneumonia, she sent me to the store to pick up a couple things, her mucinex that she likes, (laughs) that she likes, that she prefers (laughs) when she's sick. Could you go, could you go treat me to some mucinex? Uh, Make sure you uh, get the kind I like, because I'm not taking the kind I don't like. Yeah, Exactly. So she, um, you know, sends me out there. I run over to our local King Supers. It's also called City Market in some places. I can't think of what else. There's another thing that it's, that it's called in other parts of the country. And I score the best parking space. It is the the one closest to the entrance that's not the... Um, if you're just going in to get a Starbucks order that you placed right. parking spot, which is the one kind of in front and to the right of me. So it's like those um, pull-in diagonal cell uh, spaces.
0: Oh, those are good. And no, nothing's better than that unless you're... If you're handicapped, you got even a slightly better one. But for the most part, that yeah. is like the primo yeah. spot.
2: In the it's the line. primo spot. So I run in, I grab... The things that she wants. I come back out just as, uh, just in time to see a car pull into the space opposite me. Yeah, and and push into my car and hit my car and kind of like push it, like you know, it's uh
0: like push it uh, like out of the way, push it like
2: like push it from the front. So basically, we're both parked in head first. yeah. And this other car is like pushing my car back a little bit because it's it's not just hit me, but it's continuing to push me back a few inches. Why? And because I parked in this very front spot, it was easy for me to see, like coming right out of the store. I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa!
0: Oh my gosh! Witnessing that first—it's one thing to find out yes. it happened later; it's another to
2: see it. You know. So I I go up to the the uh, the driver of the white car, this, this car pushing in me yeah. and I'm like waving my hands and a little old lady turns and looks at me like, and gives me a big smile and waves back. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not waving to say hi. And I'm gesturing. She's got her window up. So I'm having to gesture. You hit my car. And I do my two fists hitting against each other like this, like, bam, you, Bam! My car, right there. Yeah. Stop, because yeah. <laughs> you still have not turned your car off, and I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And finally, she rolls down her window. I said, "You, you're in. You're you're hitting my car right now. You are pushed into my car." She's like, "Oh," I said, "Yeah, you're like stop pushing your car forward anymore. You've hit my car." Yeah. Oh dear! <laughs> I swear to God. It is like <laughs> it's like Sylvester's mom from the Warner Brothers cartoons. Is oh, I love her.
0: She's amazing, yeah. always taking care of the, so, the bird, making sure the bird doesn't die. I love it.
2: So she backs up, she turns off her car, and she gets out, and uh, and I show her like this <clears throat> of white paint now on my front uh, front uh, uh, panel, front right panel, and I'm like, oh man, this is a uh, yeah. Did you? Did you not feel my car? <laughs> the that resistance. You, would, you know, there's some pressure pushing against your car as you were going forward. It's like, yeah. well, no, I didn't. And she's parked at this dumb angle. Like she pulled in. <laughs> I, I, what's weird is there was a big puddle because it had rained a lot the day before, and this big puddle right where she parked. Mm. And if she would have parked in straight, she would have been able to step out um, onto dry land and go into the store. Mm. But the way she parked at an angle, she was basically going to be and did have to step in this giant puddle, giant uh, pond to get out of the car. So I don't know if she was like, oh, I'll avoid the pond by uh, driving in at this angle and then just completely <laughs> screw that up.
0: Did she share with you her documentation and all that? You know, She so you did could, not. Okay. So
2: here's she comes and looks at the the quarter panel. Yeah. And it's like, oh, oh gosh. And I'm like feeling, I'm like, oh yeah, here's a little part where like she's actually taken some, <laughs> some paint off. Yeah. Here is what she does. And it is, I'm, I wish, if, if it wouldn't have felt so aggressive, I would have taken my phone out and videoed this. All right. She licks her thumb. Oh shut up dude. And starts wiping off the white paint off of my bumper like it's like it's a chocolate chip cookie smudge on a grandson. She's she's licking her thumb and wiping it off. And then she licks her thumb again and wipes it off. Now keep in mind I drive on the highway, there's bugs. Who knows what I've run into oh, like yeah. What, yeah, yeah. what's in my car. And she keeps putting that same thumb back in, back to her tongue and licking and wiping off the uh the, the paint. Granted, you know, I mean, it was a good four inch square chunk of white paint. She was she doing this process. She got it down to where we could see. Oh yeah, here's where you actually took paint off my car. Yeah, and and I said, look, my wife's sick. I'm getting this medicine back to her. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have the time to deal with this right now. Yeah. Um, you know, you can, I even said something, you can lick your thumb all you want. You're not going to replace the paint that you pulled (laughs) off my car. (laughs) And she just keeps on. So I mean, she sounds like I, I, she
0: might be toward the end of her license uh, 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 ability to carry yeah, a license
2: for sure. Like. Tina, Tina said, yeah, if you weren't in a hurry, you probably should have called the police. And and because this is, this enters into adult protective services territory where it's like, yeah, we might need to take your keys away. You're not, yeah. you know, this this is the sign of something far far worse if you're not even able to tell that you're running into people in a parking lot I just think
0: the funniest reaction ever is to get out and lick <laughs> your finger and say oh I can just buff this out I
2: just <laughs> if I ever get in a car accident that's exactly what I would do I'm gonna go up to the other the other car with you know a smushed in fender and be like See, it's buffing what? right out. It's coming right yeah, out. It's giant, giant, you know, bumper sitting on the ground. Let me lick that and see if I can get it to get back up on your car. I
0: was going to, Greg asked the question I was going to ask. Maybe she give you some hard candy to make this all go <laughs> away. Yeah. She
2: tried. It was all, it was like a peppermint, but it was in the candy dish, so stuck to all the other peppermints in the candy dish, it came out as one giant. Uh, yep. uh, one giant peppermint
0: candy and everything smells like uh, a mix of aqua velva and coffee somehow, that's, yeah, that's the smell of her somehow, house yes, exactly uh, Well, yeah, that some is some sort a, of
2: sanit, <laughs> sanitization that is an amazing story
0: that may be my favorite thing to come out of all of this think of it this way, yeah. Tina made the great sacrifice of acquiring double pneumonia so that you could go experience this
2: <laughs> so I could experience this yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's good. Wow. Yeah. the sacrifices yeah. our
0: wives it. make it's amazing <laughs> um we uh that's great and i hope she just continues today to just yeah i'm better better. sure
2: she will she's she's gonna rest she's gonna you know let me take care of her and uh um get whatever she needs uh going to the walgreens i'm not going to that damn king supers anymore <laughs>
0: um <laughs> that's also but it's a shitty walgreens right you always talk is. about it. it
2: is actually the shittiest walgreens They're, yeah there so I used to take the uh, the the one of the gigs that I do is those laptops, right? where right. they send the laptops in from people leaving this company, yeah. I clean them because I'm the only guy who knows Mac in their company and I'm not even their company. Yeah. Um, I clean them, put a new uh, you know make sure everything's updated, refresh it so that basically when they open up, they get that hello, bonjour, bienvenue and all that stuff so that they can uh, uh, get in there and and plug in their own uh, information. Sure, and uh, Walgreens was also a or is also a FedEx location. Uh, Like you can drop off things and they'll they'll take them and and deliver it, or uh, take it and then give it to FedEx who delivers it. Sure, and um, so I'd get these fedex laptop boxes and i'd put the laptops in seal them up take them over to that walgreens to the photo counter and the same woman would always be there who would take her little scanner thing she'd scan the label that i put on there say do you need a receipt and uh, i'd say no because i've got one via email i don't need your damn paper and then she would take the box and she'd flip it on its end and then like she was flipping it over to make sure there weren't any old labels on there. Yeah. And then just kind of let it fall on the counter the rest of the way. So think of it this way. she's uh, oh my gosh, uh, What's dude. a good comparison? Let's say it's a, I don't know, a PlayStation 5. You've got your PlayStation 5 in its horizontal arrangement. right? And then you put it in its vertical arrangement. And then you provide just enough pressure to the side to let it eh, go back to a second horizontal uh, thing
0: on its own with gravity. It's weird that I can absolutely 100% visualize this. (laughs) I've seen it before. I feel like I've seen this behavior before, and it doesn't have to happen this way.
2: Exactly. I know. I know it's, it's, you know, FedEx is not going to put on their little white cloth gloves (laughs) and... And oh. gently carry it to their truck and gently place it uh, onto a, um, you know, onto the the stack of other boxes. I know that they're going to be like, shing, shing. I just don't need to see it right in front of me. No. I don't need, <clears throat> I don't need to be reminded that this is the potential treatment it's going to get when it leaves my sight. I, I want to think. I want to basically live in the. Ignorance that it's going to get treated uh, wonderfully and and uh, friendly like
0: yeah you just want to eat your med- your your medium rare uh, freaking yeah. you know I don't
2: need to see the cow no. I just want to enjoy my wagyu burger there, there you
0: can. go that's it I don't need to see it slaughtered all over some floor
2: I don't need that exactly. so be
0: be be kind to the packages everyone that's the rule
2: yeah uh, I probably would have been more irritated if it wasn't if it was my laptop
0: our our p.o. box people (laughs) our p.o. box people are screwing up left and right because they they got a new notification system so they're supposed to let me know when something arrives Mm. there and then they're supposed to send out a blast to let me know and it's not working we haven't been notified for like the last six packages and so we just kind of keep going over there saying uh did we get any is it possible you guys oh yeah here's one anyway i just want to throw a shout out he knows why vincent Manucci sent me something really cool we'll talk more about it on play retro but uh, sorry that took so long. It's because those people have a broken notification system. And oh, Brian reminded horrible. me of it. Horrible. Uh, Speaking so right. of broken anyway, things. We got broken stuff in the world. One of them is always the ice cream machine at a McDonald's, right? That's always... Oh, yes. We hear about it all the time. 90%. 99% of
2: the time, the ice cream machine broken.
0: Well, we got a call about this. And uh, I'll let him explain uh, what's up.
2: My wife... That's
0: not it. That's for Wendy next week. Here it is right here. Uh,
1: hey, guys. It's GameBlips again uh, over in Wisconsin listening to TMS 2475. I just, just got to the spot where you're talking about the Grimace Shake. Ironically, <laughs> this past weekend, I went out looking for one, uh, went to three McDonald's, all Shake Machines are broken, and I was thinking to myself, hmm, maybe there's a like a McRib locator, same, similar setup or website or whatever. Went and found it. It's called McBroken. And the ironic part is that it was also broken. They had a bunch of functions that were taken, and, like, it just wasn't working right. But, yeah, they actually have a, a McRib locator version of the shake uh, finder thing, I guess. <laughs> so uh, if you're still looking for one, use McBroken.com and uh, see if you can find one. All right. Take care. Guys.
2: So did you try to get one of those shakes at all during the grimace? I thing? never tried the grimace shake, yeah. If I'm gonna mm, listen, if I'm having a milkshake, I'm going to some. I'm actually going to a an ice cream store, an ice cream shop, as opposed to going to McDonald's or, or anywhere else.
0: Yeah, the only the um, the last thing that has natural anything in it is a purple shake at McDonald's. There's well,
2: no way. exactly, the purple shake that continues to be thick. even after it melts that's right oh gosh and then also
0: what else oh the uh, the memes that came from it where people were doing fake videos of the aftermath if you try to grimace shake it'd be you know explosions or death or (laughs) you turn into a zombie or something there was this whole meme thing and at first i thought these are funny i like these and then after about a billion of them i said i don't ever want to see one of these again i've had it with your dumb meme yeah go away not interested anymore I think we're over. That, his birthday came. I think, we're done. Right? Yeah,
2: good. Right? We good, can move on with our lives. We know? can move on. Grimaces now however much older he is, he, he's he's uh, forgotten his angry ways of when he first started out mm-hmm. when he, you know, had extra arms and was evil. Yeah. Um but I'm here. I'm at uh, I'm at mcbroken.com and um this is amazing. Like it shows you all of the McDonalds and uh, Alright, Colfax and Wadsworth. Status could not be determined. Um, 10,000 West Colfax Avenue in Lakewood. Checked 119 minutes ago. Machine broken. <laughs> <laughs> the one that's right by my house. Checked also 118 minutes ago. Machine working. I'd like to know how they, because how, it sounds like they check these all at the same time. Yeah, or they're report. they may have to be crowd reported you know like yeah. somehow you. well but god crowd reported crowd reported it wouldn't mean that they'd all be showing 118 minutes ago checked at the same time unless somebody is actively driving around and hitting they have a map of all the mcdonalds and just
0: i don't know that's a good question like how would yeah. you get this data mine mine says all- up and down the salt lake valley 17.75 percent are broken mm-hmm. uh in new york 38.78 like they have percentages uh, yes i love
2: the the percentages on the side yeah yeah uh
0: the ones what? near me looks like the two near me are are working but most of the ones in the valley are down
2: what's uh what's the time check on the two near you that are working when you um, click on the little green
0: dot let's see this one right here is probably closest yeah uh time
2: stamp 136 minutes ago Okay. Interesting. The West Jordan location.
0: Right. Um, if I check another so one, oh, they're all saying one thirty-six. if I hover on them.
2: Yeah. Okay. So isn't that weird? Um, but I really like Mac addict nines theory in the chat room. He says, I think they use the ordering app, which is brilliant, right? Cause you know, like if you open up the McDonald's app and say, I'd like a milkshake, it'll either say currently not available or great. What size would you like? Right. And, um, they're probably using some sort of API to simultaneously order a shake from every McDonald's in in uh, the Denver metro area.
0: Yeah, it's why I really like this site
2: actually. It's very it's, useful. It's amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, the Harriman location. I could definitely go get one there.
2: There you go. But oh, well, this is cool. You, you
0: hover over them on the side, and they and it and they blink at or you know light up over there, almost like we're watching a movie, where it's like there he is, get him, swarm, oh, that's swarm. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I like a good site like that. <laughs> uh, all right. <clears throat> well, thank you for that cool. uh, information. We appreciate uh, the knowledge we now possess. Yeah. All right, Brian, it's time for this right here. I
2: don't watch the news. We're going to do a little bit of news, and it's brought to you by. Uh, a, a header that's been in here since, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday. Grumpy James Jonathan employees.
0: So we were at Jimmy John's the other day, right after we were starting uh, to feel I was better. Okay, We were Jeez, just so. starting to feel better, and we're like, all right, what do you want to do? Oh, no, maybe was this pre-sick?
2: I, I want to say, remember. you know, I can look back. Let's see. The it would have fifth? been, I would have put it in on, put it, yeah. well, you
0: know what it was? I put it in for Thursday.
2: It happened Tuesday. You had it in here July 5th, which was Wednesday.
0: Right. That's what I'm before, saying.
2: Before the blowout.
0: Right. That's what I'm saying. So I put it, I put it in there before that, which means I experienced it the day before. Yeah. Uh, So I, so this happened to me on the holiday. We yeah. went to get Jimmy John's and to go sit somewhere. Yeah, and uh, by like a, by a river <laughs> no, by the park. not a
2: parking lot, not the no. Home Depot parking no, lot. No, no, okay. no. It
0: was like we we wanted somewhere nice. We found some ducks in a river and a whole you know thing, so we did that. And uh, but while we were at Jimmy John's, we went inside to get them because their drive up was crazy. So we went inside, and that was fine. We were the only people in there. And Kim goes up to the thing and says, "Here's what we want." And this guy, this stone faced guy, seems so pissed at the cash register, register the whole uh-huh. time no no reason we didn't do anything weird we just said <laughs> we'll take this this one this one and this one and he goes great and and she goes uh can we get extra, can we get an extra pickle with each one of those and he goes can you like that to her face <laughs> And then after that, was he
2: was he doing the parent thing of like I'm sorry, may I have an extra pickle with each of those? Like he was trying to correct your your grammar usage. The may or can could be. Now that you say that, yeah. I wonder. But but not. And
0: then then after that, he goes. Uh, she goes. And for the loyalty, because usually they ask for the card or the number. Yes, right. He goes. Yeah. Do you need that at all? And he goes. I don't need
2: it. Oh, she's like.
0: This guy's having a bad. Either having a real bad day, or he just got in a fight, or he's on. He's this close to quitting, and all I can think about is, please let him not be the one making the sandwiches. Could somebody else back there be doing it? Thankfully, someone else did it, but he was a grumpy sack. And by the end, we were like, you know, you could have had one of these magical Kim moments in your life. You didn't get to have it because you were so grouchy.
2: He had a casserole in the trunk just waiting <laughs> to give to you if you would have been friendly at the cash register. Yeah, or at but the no, least, you blew
0: it. At the least, she'd have passed him like a five or something, you know? Yeah. Just to be, hey, yeah. thanks a lot. We know you guys are busy. Instead, he just actively, purposefully yeah. made it impossible to want to like that guy. <sighs> anyway, that's what that was about. Jerk. Jerk. Uh, the jerk store
2: called. <laughs> they want that guy to have a pickle with you.
0: That's right. <laughs> can we get pickles with that i don't know can you put <laughs> mm. an a-hole uh and i told the or i i well anyway it's a long story i talked to the jimmy johns uh manager there and i just said he might just be having a terrible day i don't want him in trouble or anything but you know you probably ought to know
2: yeah Basically, maybe maybe you know. talk to the
0: guy and then i got sick and i forgot all about it um all right. <laughs> Uh and no, it's not. We didn't get sick from Jimmy John's. Okay, whole different thing. Van never had it.
2: <laughs> Carter didn't have any Jimmy John's. No, so you can't. Uh, no, yeah.
0: and T- and Nick and Herb, uh, Car- uh Taylor and Dylan both got violently sick. They had nothing to do with that day. So yeah. Uh, all right. Mari- Maury Povich is in the news. Maury Povich. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Remember that right. guy? He's a deal he for a while. Not the father. That's right. And he's married to what? Connie Chung, I think. Connie still? Chung. Yeah. Still together. Uh, that I don't know. He's launching an at-home paternity test, fittingly called, The Results Are
2: In. <laughs> Is that a nice. thing he used to okay. say
0: all the time or something?
2: Yeah, that a- yeah, okay. that was their whole, like, the show basically just devolved into, I think my baby belongs to Jed over here, and uh, but it could be Jed's or it could be Bobby Lee's, and then mm they yeah. bring them both on the, on uh, the show. It and felt like early on,
0: it, it felt like early on, it felt more like they were trying to do a legitimate talk show. And then later it just yeah. turned into this yeah. like Jerry Springer Jr. It
2: was it basically right. You know, they all have good intentions at the start. Jerry Springer and, and, uh, uh, Maury Povich and all of these. And, uh, No, no, they basically, it's like, oh, we're getting, we get a lot better ratings when we do these paternity test episodes. So I guess we'll just continue to do
0: them. It's like the, it's the entire TLC network to me. Yeah. They started out being called, literally called the Learning Channel. Yeah. It seemed like we were going to get like a discovery, like, you know, here's some educational science thing. Here's a show all about science, whatever. Right. And then they turned around and said, nah, we're mostly about, this midget family, sorry, small person family, this two-headed girl. uh 600-pound right, four- sisters yeah. or
2: whatever. Yeah. Uh, A&E, right? Arts and entertainment. Yeah. The a channel. Oh, look how highfalutin we're going to be. Yep. And, oh, uh, well, maybe we could put an asterisk next to arts <laughs> yeah. and an asterisk next to entertainment as well.
0: I feel like it all says more about us than them because they clearly had to pivot to make the money or to make their their channels relevant and so why did they because yeah. we consumed it or demanded it or clearly it wasn't good enough to just have science on TLC mm-hmm.
3: they had to titillate right. us
0: with a two-headed girl you know if it's outrageous it's contagious it's really weird yeah. uh well anyway the the former Maury host he's not the shows not on the air anymore Uh, He's 84 now, is partnering with DNA Diagnostic Center, the same DNA testing lab uh, his daytime talk show relied on to settle guest paternity disputes, as Brian was describing. Jed's baby. Uh, during those often offensive, or excuse me, explosive segments on the show, Povich would utter his famous catchphrase, the results are in, before revealing the child's paternity. The company said in a release that it would be this new test aiming uh, to provide families with an affordable, accurate, reliable paternity test from the comfort of their homes. So really, it's just them using a stupid phrase. It's nothing else. That's
2: it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, boring. It's it's basically like uh, the Cola guard saying, uh, here, our new tagline is, please shit in this box. <laughs> That should be the news.
0: I'm sign
2: me up. <laughs> shit in a box. I'm ready to go. Shit, please, please, shit in this box. Yeah. Thank you. I'm yeah. down with that. Uh- I had to look it up because I want to make sure that Maury's real first name was Maurice. Like that, Maury is short for Maurice, and it is. It is okay. confirmed. It is. Yes, he's Maurice Povich.
0: Nice. And Connie Chung yeah. was never Connie Povich. Right? That just sounds uh- wrong.
2: Yeah, I think she 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 said she's keeping her established brand of... Uh, so I'm curious if she legally changed, like if she... Um, I'm sure she just yeah, kept no, her name, she's, right? she's Constance Chung. So Constance Chung is, has to be way <laughs> Maurice, Maurice Povich and Constance Chung. She yes.
0: must be a lot younger than him. Let's see. Uh, she's
2: 76.
0: Oh, geez. Well, so, not 10 yeah, years. Only about eight years. Eight years, yeah. Though. Okay, well, that's less than I thought, but mm-hmm. she doesn't ever seem like that she's in her 70s. That blows my mind. I know. She
2: looks great. I like yeah.
0: Connie Chung. He probably looks like an old lizard by now.
2: Anyway. Uh, he, probably, he probably does. The results are in. You're part lizard. Yep. <laughs> You're a
0: an iguana. Lizard, and you were the whole time. Uh, an Oregon family has uh, finally legalized pumping your own gas after 70, or wow. sorry, Oregon family, sorry, Oregon, the state of Oregon, <laughs> finally is the word I was trying to read. Yes. Legalizes pumping your own gas after seventy-two years. Um, now that I think about it, last time we drove through Oregon, mm-hmm. I think I remember being surprised that I couldn't do it.
2: Yeah, she couldn't do it. No, we we did a. One of my favorite road trips of all time, maybe my favorite road trip of all time. We started in Seattle and drove down the Pacific Coast Highway all the way to Santa Barbara, or actually, all the way to Los Angeles. And uh, um, it was, I had no idea before entering Oregon that you couldn't pump your own gas there. And it was just so weird. It's like, yeah. great. So now you have to pump my gas. I sit here and just watch you. Yeah. And now I have to tip you because you did a thing that, that I was fully prepared to do. Yeah.
0: You could totally do yourself. And in every other state, you do exactly that your entire life. And then suddenly Oregon's like, nope, we got our ways here. Yeah. Uh, so, well, that's no but, longer you know, the case. I've always
2: wanted to say, ah, fill her up. Yep. <laughs> fill her up, my good man.
0: That's right. At, actually, at about age 10... Uh, or le- age twelve, Mori Povich uh, would have seen this law enacted, but now this many years. Oh, later Oh wow!
2: No kidding. Look at that.
0: Yeah, this many years later, they're <laughs> repealing it. Uh, let's see. They repealed it. They say there've been. Um, let's see. The intermediate years and exceptions, notably in rural counties. So that's been going on for a while since 2017. During uh, wildfires and heat waves since 2020, they've had exceptions. But House Bill 2426, as proposed, would require gas stations and to uh, sorry staff half of the available pumps but allow the other half to be self-service. So they're not even going all the way. They still are. It's still like half those pumps need to be serviced or, you know, manned. And then the yeah. other half Brian can go fill his car with.
2: <laughs> Give me an app that shows yeah. me where the ones I can go to that uh That's a weird thing to keep around. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It just feels like so so uh old-timey. So, you know, of an of an era. But then again, I guess, you know, the country I don't know, is going back to uh, some of those old and, and discriminatory ways. And mm. I guess, you know...
0: Let's be antiquated. Why not?
2: Yeah. Let's... Uh, yeah.
0: Um, what was I going to say about that? Uh, oh, I remember <clears throat> the first time I think we went to California or something when I was mm-hmm. a kid. Mm-hmm. And I remember... Uh, well, I was probably 12 or 13. So I was a teen, a young teen. And going to California and and my dad having to pay for gas first... Oh, and then yeah. pump it. You couldn't. You yeah. had to go in, pay for what you said you were going to do, yeah, and then go out and fill the car and try to get it to the exact penny of the fifty bucks or the twenty five or you know whatever you you paid.
2: Right. I mean, before you you know it was it was um, probably the early if they even had them yet credit card readers to mm-hmm. where you basically had to go in and and give them cash mm-hmm. or write a check and say I'm going to do. 18 dollars. I'm gonna fill up my tank. Uh eighteen dollars worth of gas, please. Or probably even back then, even less than that. Fourteen dollars worth of gas. Boy, gas prices sure are high, aren't they? All yeah. right, signed it. Here's my check. It's crazy because
0: nowadays you don't know, you even think about it. You just swipe your card and you get out of there.
2: Exactly, yeah.
0: But back then it was like and when I was, you know, driving a car in high school, mm-hmm. we would always fill whatever I was gonna do and then go pay. But
2: yeah. then they stay
0: yeah. states with probably high rates high of crime, people ripping.
2: Like, if you weren't in <clears throat> South Jordan, but maybe you were in, I don't know, uh, uh, Orem, yeah. they might require you to go in and pay first before you... <laughs> before yes, Orem,
0: <laughs> the high-crime uh, capital, Orem. I don't know what the high-crime areas of Utah are, if there are any. There ones. are a couple. We got, so North Salt Lake, which is a little sketchy, and then... Draper? Dra- no, Draper's like rich jerks.
2: Draper's the hoy hoy. Yeah, okay. oh,
0: big-time hoy, hoy. Um And then... I guess Ogden maybe has a little bit of scruff going on. Okay, all right. But, yeah, for the most part, we're pretty... We're all right. Yeah, only you
2: don't have an... We have an Aurora.
0: Oh, it's Aurora, <laughs> your your zone there? That's
2: uh, when they film cops in Denver, they film it in Aurora.
0: Uh, Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, when I was a kid, West Side meant crime, but now it doesn't at all.
2: Oh, yeah. Now it's the other West, for us. It's East Side means crime. Even, like, even East Sides of... Cities Like the east side of Arvada is a little more crimey than the west side of Arvada.
0: (laughs) The east side when I was growing up used to mean rich and affluent. And now it means uh, boomers and bad opinions is what it means. If you live on the east
2: side. Listen, if we learn anything from the Jeffersons, you're moving on up when you move to the east side. Yeah, that's what
0: they said. That's what they told
2: me. That's right. Then you finally get a piece of the pie. Yeah. Yeah. And that really weird, tall, white neighbor guy. He was was? like uh, Lurch, I think, as (laughs) well. They would (laughs) have called him Lurch had that not been taken by another TV show. He was
0: rather lurchy, No question about it. He was on Breaking Bad once, though. That was fun. Or no. Better Call Saul. Anyway. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah, he's some lawyer on Better Call Saul season two two or three maybe.
2: They had about. the guy who was on uh, from the, the Jeffersons. Yeah. yeah.
0: He's still around. Hilarious. He's actually kind of a cool... You know, some of these actors they just get cooler the older they get. Yeah. He's like that. Yeah. He just got cool. Uh, and I got...
2: Benedict. Okay.
0: I was oh. so sad about the uh, passing of uh, Adam Arkin or Alan Arkin. Sorry. Adam, oh, Adam Arkin's yeah. still alive. Um, I love that guy and almost everything I've ever seen him in and I realized that I had never seen... Um. Uh Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, which I was always told oh was this amazing God, movie, really? right? Yeah, I'd never seen oh. it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to skip right over Parasite again and watch this. Uh, <laughs> so I did.
2: I'm not, you know what? I am not at all. I feel that's a that was a very good choice. I feel like that was Glen Gary, Glenn Ross. That whole Alec Baldwin speech You've seen. You've probably seen all of the like the uh, the S N L parody, the the mm-hmm. toys, the Santa Claus and the toys. Yeah,
0: it almost felt like a watching it for the first time, and it happens early. It's like the first ten minutes yeah. of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's all very mammoth dialogue, you know, very fast paced. All this stuff, and I remember seeing it this time, or I saw it this time, and it felt like almost a parody of something else because I've seen all the parodies yeah. before, yeah, and I didn't realize sure. how how tied to it it was but anyway that movie is amazing and Jack Lemon is insane in that he's so good
2: mm-hmm. but not is. Jack
0: Lemon, yeah no Jack Lemon.
2: Jack Lemmon. Jack yeah, Lemon's amazing
0: I, if you've never seen that movie and you can it, it's stressful like yeah it, it reminds me why I'm really glad I don't work in the 9 to 5 anymore. sales no <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. oh my gosh um,
2: by the way Paul Dent- Benedict is the actor we were talking about from Jefferson's and uh uh, if you're unfamiliar, just Google image, search him, and you'll see that the guy's face is half chin, yeah. like his yeah. his mouth. Uh, when we learned to draw faces in art class, Scott and I, mm-hmm. we were told you draw your little oval, you bisect the oval, and your eyes go there. No, his mouth goes at that halfway point. Uh, <laughs> he made it seem like our art teachers were lying to us, is what it made, he made it seem. <laughs> he really did, exactly. Wait a minute. Yeah. What about Paul Benedict? Yep. <laughs>
0: But this guy here, this second image search here, where he's a mustache and looking older, that's what he looked like in Saul, oh, yeah. and he was very good in that role. That's Quite cool. Still working, Excellent. that dude. So, and he's that's, he's tall, isn't he? Or maybe Hollywood yeah. tall.
2: Yeah, I think he's he's <laughs> might be it. He's Hollywood tall.
0: Because <laughs> Hollywood tall is like six foot. You know, it's like yeah, everyone's like, oh Jeff Goldblum, he's so freaking tall, and I'm like, I'm taller than Jeff Goldblum. Just oh, by really? just by this much, oh, wow. just by a little bit, but you know, he's like six two and a half or something. Uh, All right. Moving on. I also saw him, but I'm going to talk more about that on recommendals uh, tomorrow. Cool. Uh, Let's see. What else? Uh, Actually, I guess that'll do it. We're we're going to take a break. When we come back from the break, we'll talk to Bill. Uh, Okay. He's got stuff, I'm sure. And a little bit of science talk with Bobby as well. Bobby was just here. Now he'll be back. We'll see what he has to say. And a few more things to finish this out today. So stick around after this song that Brian hath brought.
2: Yeah, this is a band from Boston, a six-piece band called The Burning Paris. Um, Brand new album is going to be coming out later this year, but for right now... Um, this is uh first track. You're going to be able to hear from it. Uh, the upcoming album is called everything is broken and I don't feel a thing. Oh, so hopefully you're ready for some, some good old down tempo rock, kind of like the band low. If you like low no, tender sticks, yeah. you'll, you'll like this uh, from the album, upcoming album, everything is broken. And I don't feel a thing. Here is the burning Paris and the fire lines.
1: It's gonna taste when it finally gets there. Well, this guy owes me bacon now.
0: That was Arnold Schwarzenegger, by the way.
2: Hey, we're back. Oh wow. Everyone, welcome back to the show. Hey Brian, who is that again? The song, The Firelines, The Band, The Burning Paris, the upcoming album, Everything Is Broken and I Don't Feel a Thing. Check it out today.
0: sounds like my week everything is broken and I don't feel anything. <laughs>
2: yeah, everything is broken and broken and I can't
0: poop in the house that's right oh my gosh dude just the thinking of, just the memory of it all so bad oh oh geez. um oh. real quick here the uh, song you had me play yesterday for the uh, yeah outro the outro
2: song the the cover the, the cover yeah the uh um, I, I can't help falling in love Haley reinhart that was so good yes she's got one of those voices that that you can melt butter it's just so yeah warm and comforting it's like a nice hot weighted blanket
0: i repeated that a bunch yesterday i played it a whole bunch and i loved it uh okay so speaking of loving things Mm -hmm. let's let's (laughs) let's love on bill (laughs) duran let's love on bill (laughs) yeah let's give him some love uh some friendly man love he's earned it he's definitely earned it that's weird it added him and then didn't hold on let's try that again add create okay it's totally hurting oh we don't Uh, want that we don't want to hurt back we want that to be good we
2: don't we don't want
0: it here's this everyone
4: there's still
3: something wrong isn't there bill
0: no there's nothing wrong bill over at uh at punishprops.com never does anything wrong he just makes cool stuff and then we have to just groove on it and wish we could do cool stuff and then maybe sometimes we get inspired to do cool stuff because well he's an inspiring guy hey bill welcome
2: to the show
4: hello good morning i have missed all of you oh Uh,
2: we've missed you too that's right we had a holiday since the last time we all right
4: and then i was out of town before that that's right you've had two weeks out of here it's like almost Mm -hmm. a a,
0: not a month but you know two weeks (laughs) since we've talked to you last i guess it's been three weeks technically since we've spoken to you that's That's a really long time i imagine during that time you've done everything in the world uh, and now you can just tell us what it was you that you did. You finished
2: making everything. Yeah.
4: Everything's done. Sure. Uh, <laughs> no, I went on a family trip, not a vacation. A trip. There's a difference. Yeah. Yeah,
2: you, a, you need a vacation after you get back from a family Exactly. Family trip. That's the difference.
4: Yep. I don't usually redo a deck on vacation, but oh. I definitely did that on this family wow. trip. <laughs> you redid
0: a deck, like the entire process of redoing a, a deck, tearing out the old one and all that? Yep. Oh, my Lord, that's a lot.
4: Holy Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, But that's not what I'm here to talk about today. Oh, all right. No, today I want to talk about an event I went to called Flight Fest. Uh, So we flew. My family lives in New York. However, uh, my brother and sister-in-law live in Ohio. And there's an event in Ohio called Flight Fest. So we flew into Ohio, met up with my brother-in-law. And our two nieces. Mm. Uh, My brother-in-law is an Air Force engineer, and he is a super RC plane nerd. Mm. And this event, Flight Fest, which is held in Malvern, Ohio, (laughs) uh, is a gathering of RC plane enthusiasts. So over on YouTube, there's a channel called Flight Test. They're also in Ohio. Uh, It's a huge channel. They do tons of cool stuff with uh, RC planes and drones and all that. Uh, and every year they they host this event called flight fest and uh hundreds maybe thousands of people show up it's a whole weekend long event sort of thing uh we only stayed for the one day uh because we had to get going on to new york but um it seems like most people would like bring a camper bring in our rv or tents or whatever and mm-hmm. stay for the whole weekend uh it's pretty cool And uh, we might go back next year and plan to stay for the whole weekend because that that seems like the thing to do. Mm. People had, like, cookers and stuff set up. uh, Very community-oriented. Lots of friends, you could tell. uh, It's like Ohio's Burning Man. Yeah. Kind (laughs) of, yeah. (laughs) Flying Man.
0: So hold on a second. I'm looking at some of these pictures, and they seem like some of these planes are very customized, like very hand-built. And that's the idea, right? Everyone's bringing everything from... You know, super high-end, fancy business. Too, I made soft this with
2: camels. To yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. oh yeah, that's cool. Huh. Uh,
4: there were lots of families and lots of kids. I think one of the th- sort of defining um, features is that they were very into getting young people into the hobby, which is very important. Mm. Uh, and I thought it was really cool because I like making more makers, and that's exactly how you do it, right? Right. You make events for children to show up low barrier to entry, uh, and there's a ton of activities for them and anyone to do. They say anyone from 8 to 88 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you show up without a plane or anything, you can everything you need, you can buy there. You can buy uh, a kit to assemble these foam board planes. They make their planes out of basically foam core. So it's cheap, it's lightweight, it's easy to fix. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they have all the electronics there. Uh, and it's a little wild, too. The electronics are starting to get fee- cheaper than the food. <laughs> There's like little little uh, microcontrollers and stuff for five dollars. Uh, and then the, the nine inch pizza I got there was fifteen. so <laughs> a little while.
2: It's kind of it's almost perfect for you though, because you can get that stuff cheap. and uh, well, the the little microelectronics um probably cheaper there than you get them at your local hobby store, Amazon, wherever you yeah. tend to get those, Sure,
4: sure, I bet. Um, the folks at Flight Tests, um, the way they make their money is they design these kits for different planes. They give out free plans if you want to just buy your own foam and uh, build your plane at home. You can download a free template to cut out all the foam and make it yourself, or they have a warehouse full of plane kits that you can buy. Uh, they have their own branded motors and and controllers. They they had um. Uh, the receivers and transmitters and everything you need. Uh, Most of the planes are battery powered. Uh, So you could just show up and have a kit to build right there. And then they also had, they have all these tents set up and several of the tents were for workshops Mm. uh, with organized builds. So you could sign up for one of these workshops, show up, you have the kit right there and then someone will guide you through the entire build for a couple hours and then you can immediately go and fly the thing. That's awesome. Which I think is just really, really cool. Um, again, like I said, a lot of these workshops, uh, kits, and stuff were designed for kids. Uh, and my two nieces did one of the workshops. So they showed up, got their kits right there, sat down, and had someone talk them through it. Um, there were a whole bunch of other people building their kits, uh, and there was someone walking around helping anyone who was having trouble. So that way everyone gets to finish their kit. If they need help, they get it. And then they can go right out and fly it. Uh, the girls made these little gliders, just hand-thrown gliders, which is a really great entry point for uh, the hobby. Sure. Uh, and for learning how to build stuff. And, of course, learning how to fix them. Uh, and learning how to deal with things when your sister breaks your plane. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, no.
0: Yeah, some good life, uh, some life uh, skills have to be learned
4: absolutely yeah. lots of life skills uh, of course Brittany and I were there we got to help our nieces fix their planes and help guide them through the uh sibling turmoil yeah. <laughs> that was involved Yeah, uh, and everyone got to have a, a whole lot of fun
0: that's awesome that sounds like yeah. that sounds like a total blast I don't you know when I was a kid I wanted to be more into RC than I could be because it was cost prohibitive to do anything cool mm-hmm. or that I thought was cool so it was a lot of Radio Shack crap you know, that I would bring home. Yeah. Yeah. And it was realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. It was probably (laughs) the realistic name. And they were usually the crappy ones where it was like the, just the little trigger controller. There weren't like two sticks or.
4: Oh, those RC cars where like you pull the trigger and it goes forward and you (laughs) <laughs> push it forward and it, it goes backwards and turns a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. that's what basically a it. rip-off it's such a rip-off
0: <laughs> and they were they've lasted like a day and they're you know yeah. big triple c or uh, double a bat or no, what they've been c batteries big c batteries oh, yeah. just yes. littering the house because you would only games, last yeah. like 10 yep. minutes and those things and then there, i had a tethered one that's the dumbest thing you could ever buy by the way and it it only oh, worked. Yeah, wired geez. yeah it wasn't even like remote controlled it was wired to the... I had to run with the car to be with it. <laughs> so this stuff makes me wish for a yeah. different childhood when I hear you describe it, you know? So
4: I was I was very fortunate. One of the coolest things my dad did... So my dad races sailboats. He's very into it. He's been into it for 60 years now. Um And he did it a lot when I was a small child. But when I was 10, my mom went back to school to get a degree and become a teacher And dad quit racing sailboats. He gave it up so that um, he would have more time with us. Right. Uh, But to sate his sailing lust, (laughs) he started building RC sailboats. So we had a little part of our basement that he walled off. It had a, uh, a fireplace in there. And we turned that into a hobby shop little hobby oh, workshop.
2: That's so cool. Uh
4: And he started these sailboats and we got to help him with the sailboat. And then we got cars and then we got an RC plane <laughs> and boats. Like it turned into just the coolest little RC shop in her basement. So for my teen years, we did that a ton. Now we had a plane, but here's the thing. It was like one of those balsa wood planes. You had to, we spent months building it. You had yeah. to like iron this this uh mylar over the the structure um it was gas powered which was just terrifying and uh inconsistent (laughs) and then flying it if you crashed it a little bit it was like a week or two to fix it it was this huge commitment and it was pricey um now we got to have a lot of fun with that plane until eventually it lost my dad was flying it; it lost contact with the receiver and just kept going yeah into the trees until they had to go and find its remains <laughs> the planes uh, Love it. We, we were able to re, uh, rescue the engine and the electronics which was good but right. the rest of it was a total loss I'll bet yeah
0: no that's great so though. What, what a fun thing I didn't have that I want that it, just,
4: was, it was really cool yeah. now the neat thing about the thing the way that the guys at flight test do it is it's not that huge commitment right, right. it's a much cheaper kit uh, and the, especially that everything's made out of foam core Like I said, super easy to fix, super fast to fix, just hot glue stuff back together. You're in the air 10 minutes later, and there was a lot of that happening at at Flight Fest. Nice. Uh, There was lots of flying, obviously. A lot of – you got a lot of the repetition. Build the plane, fly the plane, crash the plane, fix the plane over and over again all weekend long, which means people – would do lots of weird, fun stuff. Mm. They would try out and experiment a lot, which was really exciting. Uh, And then my favorite event to watch, every few hours they did something called combat. Everyone would throw their planes in the air. There were over 100 planes in the air. It was just chaos. And the last plane in the air wins. So it's
2: Demolition Derby with RC planes. Yeah. Oh, my God. You've got to just put your junkiest... Like... When when they hit something else, do you see them racing over to like where all their pieces are falling down to at least retrieve the motor? and No, you, got, to you gotta you gotta
4: wait. You gotta wait till it's done. Till oh, all yeah. The planes are out of the air. Yeah, that would everyone... make sense because yeah, otherwise you've got more parts raining yeah, down. Yeah, just on anarchy. You. Yeah.
2: Oh my god, I don't know if I'd like that. I mean, I'd love to watch it, but I would feel so like oh, I spent so much time building that thing, even if it was a little junk plane that, that I knew I was using for this purpose.
4: Right. Sure. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. People purpose build them for that event. And also yeah. people have yeah. multiple planes, too. Right. Um, yeah. And if your plane gets totally demolished, you can just yeah. rescue the electronics and build a new one out of foam. Yeah. And a lot of that was going on. So, so it's, it's a really fun event, and it encouraged a lot of creativity, a lot of learning of fun maker skills, and I had a really great time.
0: Are you any? Are oh, you going to cool. suddenly, um, I don't know, we're suddenly going to get a bunch of uh, remote control stuff from Bill? Are you going to go nuts on this stuff now that you've been exposed in this way?
4: Uh, I think I'd like to build something for next year's event if, if we end up going. Like I said, my brother-in-law lives nearby, and uh, he's way into it, and he's trying to get the girls into it, too. Yeah. Um, the, the guys at flight, uh, flight test have a kit for the duck or the, the tailspin plane, the sea duck. Mm. So it's one of those planes that can land in the water and I'm very into that. So I'm thinking maybe I'll buy that kit and put it together and I can paint it up to look all like the cartoon. <laughs> I think that would be super
2: cool. <laughs> that would be really cool. Yeah, uh, that would be great. Well,
0: I'm, uh, I think this stuff sounds awesome and, um, I can't wait for you to go again and tell us even more. Yeah. I'd go to this. And I if I, I if obviously
4: I if I build this plane I'll share that that build out. The process,
0: it. please do. Yeah. yeah. If I still yeah. lived in that area and had a camper, why wouldn't you go to this? Just go. Oh, yeah, for sure.
4: Yeah. We might rent a fly nearby, rent a camper and go and stay the whole weekend. I think that would yeah. be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That sounds all right. My grandparents used to do this. They just travel the country and go to all the camping events that would just let you have a camper there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they would they would go to this and not give two shits about the planes. They just. Oh, yeah. They'd, yeah. yeah.
4: They'd just, just get oh, your grill out.
0: Yeah. Watch the carnage. Yep. That'd be awesome. Make, yeah, make oh, yeah. greasy eggs that. and pancakes. And oh man, <laughs> uh, well, this is great as always. Hey, Bill, uh, you often have a little bit of a bonus link here for us. What do you got?
4: I do so at the event. Another YouTuber, Peter Stripple, was there. He does a lot of fun experimenting with RC planes, and he tried to make the longest RC airplane. And it's oh my god, it is obnoxiously long. And uh, we got to watch him fly it, <laughs> which was really cool. And of course, he put a video up on his channel. So it's Peter Stripple S or Stripple S R I P O L. Whoa! Uh, yeah, I can't believe that thing can fly. That's oh yeah, wild. yeah. it's absolutely absurd and they kept making it longer they flew it and then it it flew just fine so they made it longer and they flew it again and uh, it's
2: just basically adding another chunk of fuselage to yep. the <laughs> and more and more wings oh so yeah more it, wings <laughs>
4: i think it had 5 wings by the end of it wow. uh, and then they flew it in the combat at the end and um i won't spoil how that went but you can make some predictions <laughs>
0: yeah it feels like the length may be worked against it in the combat yeah. competition um, I didn't realize this until this video because i was just looking at their website before but they they set up these like landing strips that's so cool yeah oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome all right well go check that out that how long can an RC plane RC plane be on Peter Strapole's channel and of course punishprops.com as well as the punish props uh youtube channel is the place you want to go and be <laughs> bill it's always good having you on man I'm glad you had a good time and it's glad to uh, or feels good to have you back we'll see you next week Thanks, friends. Bye. Bye.
2: See you, wow, look at that Oh, thing. I hope Bobby checks this video out because uh, this is so, oh my God, looking at this massive thing trying to get off the ground. Yep. Oh, and it's flying. Wow.
0: Yeah, I can't believe it worked. I'm well, To be honest, I would have been like, nah, my money would have been on that doesn't fly at the big size.
2: No kidding. Five pairs of wings. It's like a... It seems impossible to me, but... Yeah.
0: Well, what do we know? We know this, though.
5: Silence. <laughs>
3: Bob is hungry, and the soup looks good.
0: Oh, look who it is. It's a uh, one-time uh, guest host from yesterday, Bobby Frankenberger joining us today to talk about some science. Bobby, welcome back to the program. How are you
3: i'm I'm doing. I'm doing well. Oh, I'm doing all right. All right. You oh. were, you well, hesitate. That's very
2: convincing. Really. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Well, yeah well, I was talking like about it. it yesterday on the show. I'm, it's with my oh, child yeah. gone. It's it's been a rough business. It's hard, right? Aww. I don't like it.
0: I don't like it when the kids leave when they're especially when they're
2: they're young. I always hated it if they went away for I f- a. Job. I
3: feel like I can't get anything done, and and she's having a rough time too. So it's like both of us and.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the worst part is cleaning up after all the
3: parties I had after Tristan moved out. <laughs> Woo
0: <laughs> it's like blur. Uh, well, that, that's right. Uh, look, I, Bobby, I understand, and uh, I hope. Uh, the hope is right that she'll come home and go. Oh, actually, that was kind of great. I met friends I never would have had otherwise. I, yeah. I kind of wish I could so go sure again. I'm not so sure that's going to happen. Yeah, you feel- <laughs> <laughs> She's she's
3: she's struggling with the like I've told told you yesterday. She's a pretty anxious kid. Yeah, and uh, she's struggling with some homesickness, really hard. Some some just just struggling and it was like i was getting to the point last night where i was like maybe i'll just go and get her but then i thought after, after cuz she keeps asking to come home mm-hmm. and um after like a minute i thought you know what no like the, I, I i feel like i feel like if i were to do that yeah part of it would be that i'm trying to relieve my anxiety which is not fair mm-hmm. to her right um and and then the other part of it is is like i th- I feel like if i go and get her that's teaching the wrong lesson mm. it is yeah you know like even yeah. if it's hard i feel like there's a valuable lesson to be learned in knowing like like hard things sometimes you have to you don't you can't just run away from them right mm-hmm. um so we're, we're sticking it through and and she is she, by all accounts like she seems to be having a good time i think she but you know like how she, when she how long ahead. will she
2: be away when the whole thing is said and done
3: uh for five nights so total of like six days
0: as long as this place isn't called freddy's she'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) crystal lake (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) Um, so i I think she's doing all right she just um she just she's a she's a ruminator she gets she uh she ruminates on on like negative thoughts or bad things that have happened and stuff like that and so yeah um it's My, it's kind of like constantly reminding her you're doing a great job and remember try to focus on all the positive things and also trying to get her to stop calling me so often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that I don't want to hear it, but I think no, like it, that sends her back into that like homesickness mode, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Right, Carter, she's I, also
2: not uh, taking advantage of the fact that you know she could be using that time to go out and hang out with friends.
3: Yeah, know? yeah, exactly. If
0: the hard the hard thing, well, whatever. You ba- you g- you you gave birth to me. This was me as a kid. I would get fiercely homesick when I would be away. <laughs> mm. And I hated it. And I remember nights were the worst part. Not because yeah, you were just Oh my left, God. I'm uh-huh. so
3: glad you brought that up. Yeah. Just bad. because like like it it makes me feel better that that's what it is. Like all day she'll might she might text us or or sometimes she'll even forget to call and and maybe she's feeling down or something like that, but she gets through it. And then the nighttime comes, and like my stomach is turning because mm-hmm. she's having a terrible time, and the nights are rough. Yeah, nights yeah. are the worst um,
0: part if you're a homesick kid. Um, yeah, because you're just so left a, you're left alone in your own head. Uh, mm-hmm. You're in a strange place. You're trying to sleep; it's almost impossible. Like yeah. I get this way, uh, you know, so there've been times as an adult, I still get this way. It's a, it's a, it's a thing, man. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. But yeah. you're doing the right thing and, uh, she should totally stick it out and yeah, yeah, yeah. she'll she, come and home and, too, and she'll come home and feel should, better that she did the whole time, you know?
3: Yeah. yeah. And we'll give her a big hug and we'll all be really happy on Thursday that, that she's back. <laughs> Where'd you guys
0: get this? Hold on. My daughters just both showed up. Where'd you get this? The planetarium? The planetarium?
3: Hey, okay perfect Re-
0: for science time real quick here I'll, I'll show the chat room oh, that's hilarious look at that this is the tiniest he-man actually whoops I can't get full camera hold on there we go look at this tiny so tiny
2: <laughs> mint on card <laughs> mint on card <postage> <laughs> mint on postage stamp you can open it
0: he moves he has tiny weapons and he's he has he's he's adjustable oh my gosh I have the now, power. Is that the
3: planetarium
0: Oh, what's this one? Yeah, the planetarium. This actually works. It's a tiny little viewfinder. Oh, that's
2: awesome. A little viewmaster. Where'd you guys
3: go there for? Just for funsies? Oh.
0: Did he infect that place with the bum flu as well? I guess or, uh, He-Man was the
3: master, masters of the universe. So.
2: That's true. It would be appropriate for a planetarium that's a because you've got, that's where you see the universe.
3: Yeah, That's great. Why
0: He-Man, I wonder? That's odd. Okay. Sorry for this interruption, Bobby. This is your segment. It's okay. Uh,
3: I I do want to hear about the masters of the universe. So. Yeah.
0: They just showed up and said, look at these, Dad. And like, okay. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of weird kids. But anyway, uh, I, I'm sure she'll be great when she gets home.
3: So. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But as a result, um, I didn't prepare anything for today but i do have something to talk about <laughs> oh good <laughs> um because i've also been flight planning i've got a night flight tonight so um oh anyway. cool are you nervous uh, about your night? you a
2: little nervous about it yeah i can tell you You sound a little
3: yeah. no 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 no. it's just it takes work to flight plan i'm not nervous mm. about it i'm i'm like i'm ready to fly you're now. a pro now good. give me my good. damn license already yeah let me, ask, <laughs> let me ask you this though about a night flight
0: is this yeah. well? Is this your first night flight, or is this just another of many?
3: Um, it's my first. What I've told you what a cross country is before. It's yeah. just a, a a fifty nautical mile distance flight, at least. Um, it's my first night cross country. I've flown at night at our airport and done ten takeoffs and landings at night before, so I've seen what flying looks like at night. But I've not done a cross country at night yet.
0: Okay, I'm 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 excited for you though. That sounds like a step. Yeah,
3: I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it's just the planning. the The point was that. the Flight planning takes a lot of work, and so I've been, I, I had to work on that this morning instead of searching through the news. But fortunately, I have big news from last week Oh, good. that we can talk about, oh, fantastic. Which, is, cool. which is that um, that just recently, uh, just last week, in fact, the grav—the nanogra- people at NANOGRAV, uh, and that's a, a, it stands for North American Nanohertz Observatory for Gravitational Waves. They've collected some pretty excellent data on gravitational waves, and they've They've uh, basically used a brand new method, and this is the exciting thing. they've used a brand new method to detect gravitational waves and have determined that that we, everything, the whole universe, but that includes us, we are awash in a constant hum of gravitational waves that're like a veritable ocean bobbing us up and down in gravitational waves. And um, and it's pretty amazing because do you guys know what gravitational waves are?
0: Well no, I mean I think we know what. Gravity is.
2: We know what gravity is, and we know what Gra- waves are. But yeah, uh, but, but I guess what I'm right. saying
0: is, like, we're we're on the planet. The planet is causing the the mass of, of Earth is causing gravity for all of us right now. We all weigh right. something and are pulled right. except down, except for her. Space. But exactly. the rest of us, yes, or the the finish, they're all floating around about two inches above the ground. Sure, but the rest sure. of us are are you know in the meat space. We are getting pulled down to the Earth because of those reasons. Yeah. You're saying this is an
3: addition to that. There's like some other kind of things. So it's very, very complicated. There's a gravitational field that we live in, um, that we exist in. That's what causes gravity is this gravitational field. And whenever you have a massive object, an object with mass is what I mean, um, it 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 warps space-time and it, and it has an effect on that gravitational field and it makes objects, that's what makes objects gravitationally attracted to each other, like the Earth to the sun, the moon to the Earth, right? Mm-hmm. Um whenever a massive object – so normally that just creates a, a force and, and exerts a force and warps the space-time around it. Right. Now, the spa- space-time is quite literally the fabric of our universe, okay? Right. Um, it is all around us. It's kind of like the force. Um, <laughs> it's all around <laughs> us. It flows through us. but yeah. far fewer
2: metachlorians. Right. Yes, yes exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um, instead, there are what I think gravitrons is what they call it. and It sounds very sci-fi-y, but that's what it is. Um, that was a video game, I think. Gravitron? I think it was. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> it
2: was, yeah. I kept crashing my little spaceship into the moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: <laughs> the uh, So so whenever uh, an object <laughs> with mass accelerates in any way, um, it creates uh, waves or ripples in space-time. Okay. And, gra- and they call them gravitational waves. Now, normally these are too small to ever detect. Um, and I'm talking about any acceleration. You move your arm, and technically, it's happening because you're accelerating your arm in space, right? Right. They're mm-hmm. just going to be so small that you can't detect them. Sure. Sure. Um. But when we can detect them is when supermassive objects accelerate in space. Now, what an acceleration, and they have to be accelerating very, very quickly. Um. So, what are what types of things are we talking about? We're talking about um pulsars or neutron stars, uh, or or black holes. Whenever they are accelerating. Now, when I say accelerate, I don't necessarily mean like on a highway. Um, uh, not that's. A, it's not like it's going in a straight line and putting its foot on the accelerator and increasing its speed. Acceleration <laughs> like that, like that
0: old minutes. lady at the wall at the
3: Walgreens, Brian, or the wherever exactly. you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. King's accelerating, that, when yeah. that collision happened with with your car, yes. their gravitational waves were made. <laughs> sure. Sure. We, we could not detect them, but those are—you know
0: what they call those—Gladys waves. That's what those are called. <laughs> <Gladys
5: waves. laughs>
3: it's the official right, term, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But uh, acceleration is defined not just as going, changing your velocity in a straight line, but whenever you change your velocity in any vector. And so that's a, r- a lot of math words that I just said, but so, <laughs> w- what I mean is to the take-home point is that an object when it's when it's moving in a in an orbit. Since it's constantly changing its direction, even if it's going at the same speed, quote unquote, because it's constantly changing its direction as it moves around in a circle, it's constantly accelerating because mm. its velocity is changing because velocity, it's it's constantly turning. Does that make sense yeah. to you guys? Yeah, I get yeah. that. Okay. So when two massive objects, like two black holes or two neutron stars, are orbiting each other... They will start to get closer and closer together, and they'll orbit super fast. So their velocities are changing very quickly, and they create ripples in spacetime. So, like imagine two two speedboats um, in 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 a lake, and they're circling each other. There would be waves emanating around them, right?
2: Mm, uh-huh.
3: um, that's what we're talking about. And so we've been able to detect those for a while. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of LIGO? Yeah. Well, I have So
2: let's pretend let's pretend yeah. uh, let's pretend there's people on of our audience who have not heard of this. They thing probably here, have I not know heard exactly
0: it. what it is. I've heard of it. I don't know what it is though, but I definitely LIGO heard term. it
3: stands for Laser Interferometer Gravitational Wave Observatory. I love these acronyms mm. in in astronomy that don't tell you any more about what they actually do if you don't yeah. know what they <laughs> right. It feels like it's this almost a,
2: antithetical. Is this an acronym? Like yeah. where they came up with LIGO first and said, let's come up with letters. Definitely because not. Because, because if you
3: know part. what the individual words mean, it actually yeah. perfectly explains what it is. It uses lasers. That's the L. Um, there's these two lasers. And these two lasers are pointed at each other and create an interference pattern where they intersect. They're 90 degrees away from each other. So they're, they're aimed at each other at a, at a right angle. And they create an interference pattern. So what happens is if if one of the interference pattern that you can you can measure looks a certain way, and if you move one of those lasers, then it will change the interference pattern and not just move it if you move it in any direction. In other words, even if you get one of the lasers closer or further away, right? Yeah. It'll change that interference pattern. And so you would see that it was moving. Um these two lasers are four kilometers long. They're two and a half miles long. All right, <laughs> and they have to be so big because that's how that's how much you have to be able to measure in order to detect a gravitational wave, like two black holes circling each other. Right. 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 And um, those things
0: are so. Well, I was listening. to... The, you know, we were talking yesterday about um, uh, uh, Brian Cox, not the actor, the the sci- the physio- uh, astrophysicist. Guy. Physicist. Yeah. Hmm. He was just talking about this idea that those big twisty, like you've got a black hole here and uh, something else over here and they're so big and massive and they're they're kind of going whoosh, whoosh, whoosh and they end up colliding at some point. Yes, yes. And then that's their start, the theory, and I'm going to get this wrong, but his the, the talk was it is added to the theory that the universe is rapidly expanding because when that happens, it causes so much energy to go whart that that's that's a part of the accelerated uh, and we're t- we're talking cosmic scale so acceleration could be could be a million years could be a minute i mean whatever but yeah it's like that the it's those events that are causing this massive expansion
3: yeah some 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 physicists definitely think that that could be a a source of this expansion because when two when these two big when these two types of black holes collide it can often create the energy in just the gravitational waves, it, the intensity or the luminosity of the the gravitational wave is a uh, is larger. just the gravitational waves is l- more energy than in all the l- luminous energy of all the stars in our universe combined. Wow. um that's how massive of an event this this is in just the gravitational wave energy, okay? Yeah, it's a lot. So, so it creates waves in space time. Now, now, why does pointing two lasers at each other make it so that we can measure these events? And the reason is because sp- this is the cool science fiction part of it. Okay, <laughs> gravitational waves. Whenever you change gravity, you literally are stretching and expanding space time. So, whenever a grav, one a gravitational wave from one of these collisions passes through these two lasers from LIGO. And this is not an exaggeration or a simplification. This is literally, literally, space time squishes and stretches and causes the length, uh, the distant, the length of those lasers to change. Oh wow! Okay, the and when light, that, so that happens, stretching light
0: is what you're telling me.
3: It is. It's stretching everything. Right. The, it's stretching the thing itself. It's stretching the space between them. But the end result is that because. Not only does space-time change and change the distance, but it also changes. How it stretches and squishes time. Wow! Um, it uh, it makes it so the laser, the photons take just a little bit longer to get to that interference point, and it changes the interference pattern. And they can see that it happened, um, and they can detect it. So this is this is not quite the news. So this has been about ten years or so they've been able to do this, maybe a little bit less. And they've been detecting black holes smashing into each other for a while using this method, but that only that limits the 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 length the wavelength of the gravitational waves that you can detect mm-hmm. to a, to a pretty small amount. I know it's a big giant event, but the the wavelength of the waves is pretty small, only about a thousand kilometers and I know that that or thousands of kilometers. it sounds big, mm-hmm. but in a universe scale, it's pretty small yeah um, so so we're, we're able to do that right we're able to see that time itself <laughs> is stretching and squishing because of because of these events and we can see black hole collisions now but what they did here is they wanted the, these scientists were not happy with with that they wanted to be able to te- detect bigger and bigger gravitational waves and so you can't make like it's really unfeasible to make longer lasers to be able to do that yeah but they figured out a way mm. and what they did is they said we're going to look at Dozens of pulsars in the nearby galaxy. Pulsars are these stars that are spinning so fast. They're neutron stars that are spinning so fast that it's almost like a lighthouse beacon of light is shooting out either end. And every once in a while, some of them will pass, like the beam will cross Earth, and we can see them. And so, thousands of times per second, um, these stars will spin, and we can measure the the ticks. You know,
1: ooh, that is
3: that's fast
0: then. For an object some of them, them are large.
3: hundreds of times. Some of them are dozens of times, but it's it's still per second. That's a very fast for a star to spin. Yeah, no kidding. Um,
0: How do we catch it? it? We just uh, we have things trained on it, and we we see
3: have it. radio waves and X, or radio telescopes and X ray telescopes pointed at these pulsars, and we're just measuring the ticks. All right, that's wild. And so. What they did was they theorized if if we watch these pulsars, they tick very regularly, like incredibly accurately and regularly, if we watch them, if a gravitational wave passes by it, then the the timing of the ticks will change. Right. It'll it, get it'll get a little bit faster or a little bit slower.
0: Right. R- micron second, like tiny yes. little, yeah, but, but yeah. still changes, right? Changes in time. Yeah,
3: exactly. And they were like, so what we're going to need to do is we're going to watch these. We're going to need to watch these pulses for a very long time, and we're going to need to watch dozens and dozens and dozens of them in order to confirm all this information. They watched... Something like 60 or maybe 80 different pulsars in our nearby, nearby us in the Milky Way galaxy over many, many light years. And we've been watching it for the past 15 years. And they finally have evidence now of, uh, they call these pulsar timing arrays. They finally have ev- evidence now that there is not just individual waves of energy passing by but but that so many of these giant events and the size of the events we're talking about are are supermassive black holes at the center of galaxies this is black hole collisions from galaxies colliding with each other um and they're happening all over the place all the time so much that they describe it like the bobbing like the waves on the surface of the ocean waves happening everywhere all the time and oh. and they've detected it and the light the wavelength of these that they've detected are light years long wavelengths. Wow. Wow. Now we're talking about the crest of one wave to the crest of another wave is like light years long. Wow. Um, that's and they can detect it, Scott and Brian. Crazy. That's the amazing part: is they this now is how, have a new. This is tool. how uh,
0: uh, what's his name finds the Vulcans, right? There's like a, <laughs> there's like a we get good enough at detecting shit like this, and then if there's a disturbance big enough, we're like, wait a minute, that's not yeah. even normal. That's a warp signature. break right through
2: their stealth technology. That's right.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, that's cool, man. Wow. So
3: that's very that's the exciting news. That's why all of the science Twitter and science. I guess will be threads soon. Science threads. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of my science uh, wh-
0: follows have moved over there. I found. Yep, so. yep.
3: People are moving. That's and, cool. um, and uh, everybody was excited about it, and um, they had, they did, they even this announcement. They even did one of those like, like announcement announcements. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were like, in a few days, we're going to have some big news. <laughs> really? In the world. Oh, I love yeah. it!
2: Like a teaser, like a little uh, NASA teaser, a little science teaser.
3: They mm. were just really excited, and can you sure. blame them? I don't blame no, them. Definitely. No, that's, that's huge. huge. That's so
2: cool.
0: That's a, uh, you know, there, there are certain dead scientists that are sad they're not here for this. You know, this is a big deal.
3: It's yeah. a big whoop. Yeah, you it's ever think about that? Because it's, li- I've heard it compared to. Um, I've heard it compared to when we we kind of knew that cells were a thing, like like cells in our body, but we finally built a, a microscope that can see Oh them. yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, that that's what this is. We've known that these types of events must exist, and now we have. I mean, it's not it's not an exaggeration to call this a new kind of telescope um, that can detect them. And so that means that we should be theoretically we can look. Further back to events at the at the creation of the universe, like that's again not an exaggeration. We we can now, right? Uh, or or the hope is that we'll be able to with this new type of
0: well, right? Because once you have once you know what the real time pattern is, that, uh, extrapolating what where it was or <laughs> where it'll go, now you can make those you can make those mathematical uh, roadmaps exactly
3: bec- yeah. because because when we're looking at light, that's what all of our different types, even radio telescopes, you're looking at light. When you, it's just a different type of light. When you're looking at light, um, it's all subject to interference. It's subject to going through uh, gas clouds in the universe, okay. going through the clouds in our our, our,
2: our atmosphere. atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: it, it has to sometimes it gets bent by galaxies and black holes, and light is is really and you have to account for all that, and it's very difficult. Gravitational waves basically don't interact with matter and they they don't get affected by these things Mm. they just move to us (laughs) we just have to be able to detect them so it it should be when we get more experience with this it should be easier to extrapolate where the sources once you do all the math where the sources of all this stuff is and what was going on where it came from which Mm. In terms of universe stuff, when you're talking about light years, billions of light years, you're talking about billions of years ago. You're looking at events that happened that far back.
2: Right. right.
3: And it could be back to the the first seconds of our universe's creation. That's crazy. That's so
2: cool. I love I needed, it. I was like looking for visuals because uh, you have to explain things to me like I'm five. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I found a great uh, little great infographic oh, all about it. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: cool. Look at this little look. Uh... Look for visuals for sure, infographics and everything, because it is yeah. hard to describe this kind of stuff, and it's it helps a lot if you can see. Ooh. I like this uh, one.
0: This is great.
2: Yeah, uh, it looks like a looks like a, a National Enquirer thing, though. Though doesn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, I just uh, hear universe's background hum.
3: That's right. Their their layout design and their their <laughs> headline writing could have. Came from the 20s. Yeah, Albert Einstein has sex with his
0: cousin. More at 11. It's like that kind of stuff. <laughs> exactly.
3: it's
2: very um, cool, though. Wow, this is ra- this
3: awesome.
0: is rad. I love this kind of crap. Uh, science. Who knew? Um, Bobby,
2: <laughs> how does it work?
3: <laughs> it's always
0: always good to have a little science on the show, and uh, would love to hear more about what you got lined up. I know we talked some yesterday, but what's going on on all around science?
3: Yeah, I talked in a little bit more detail about what I just told you guys on this past episode of All Around Science. That's my podcast name. That's right, All Around Science. <laughs> um, and uh, that's the episode that came out just yesterday. Um, so if you want to hear more, I talk about more about what pulsars are, a little bit more detail about what's going on on that. Um, we're also starting a four-part series about uh, about. The four fundamental forces of our universe, of which one of them will be gravity. So I'll go in in, in coming weeks. I'll be I'll be talking more about gravity. But we started with electromagnetism. Oh, um, speaking of how does it work? Uh Talk about magnets. Love magnets. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> magnets yeah, are great, man. Yeah. How do they work? Yeah. Well, you, you yeah. can find well, out. Oh, we should
2: explain it to uh, to the insane clown posse, and everybody will finally be happy.
3: Yep,
0: we'll figure <laughs> that one out um
2: but uh, but check
3: it out all around science is the podcast for all your science
0: all your science, science needs murder. everybody go check it out it's bobby frankenberger uh what was your thing on uh, what's your new threads name
3: at gm funky town
0: gm funky town that's what we're doing now everybody it's all about them threads so go check mm-hmm. them there mm-hmm. uh brian is coverville i am actual scott by the way oh it reset Hold on a second. Okay, there it is. I don't know why I did it this time. Yep. I did the same thing as <sighs> I always do. I've now given well, up no, on...
2: it was a little bit different because I didn't end up in a separate little, little uh, powwow with Bobby. Like I no, that,
0: that's usually when I hang up on, or I, I leave you guys or call somebody else. In this case, oh, when I reset, gotcha. it always just okay. like resets Discord. So I got gotcha. okay. there's no There's no learning why. I don't get it. Uh, but I do know this. This is what I have learned. The show has an end and a beginning, and we're now at the end of the show with two exceptions. Uh, I got to read these texts, all right? Yeah, one's yeah. for Brian. There is no name on this, it just says, Brian, <laughs> poison is not heavy metal, it's what you find at the bottom of a garbage bin. <laughs> I mean, someone
2: you... not a fan of the band
0: poison, yeah. And, uh... Well, I think they're just saying, if, if all they're making the distinction
2: here is that they're not heavy metal. Uh, I mean, they were of their time. It, the two sentences together, it's like it's it's you know, Poison is not heavy metal. They are glam rock or something like that, or you know, or hair metal or blah blah blah. That's one thing. But then it's it's what you find at the bottom of a garbage bin. It's, it's like true. okay, they're clearly a,
0: not fans. Yeah, they got a bias here. Yes, exactly. But I'm telling you, at the time Poison was at their peak, people called it heavy metal.
2: They did, and yeah, it's it's it falls into hair metal now because I, you know, you look at what else is considered heavy metal, and there needed to be some distinctions between between what they were.
0: But it's what we had at the time, you know.
2: At the time, for sure. Here's another one. All lumped into that same bin in the uh, record store.
0: We talked about embalming and all that. Whether you got to be embalmed uh, before Mm -hmm. cremation, and we got a text about it. Somebody who seemed to know. What was going on? why
2: would you? Why would you want to put chemicals into the body before you burn it?
0: Well, in my mind, it was to... I think this is why we asked the question, because... My thinking was if you're going to have a viewing and do all that other stuff before oh, cremation,
2: before cremation, yes, okay, you yeah, got to preserve that, the body yes. or whatever, right? That does make sense, yes. But if
0: you're going straight to it, it's like, all right, we're going right to the oven, yeah, hurry up and exactly. fill them full of chemicals. That wouldn't make any sense.
2: From gurney to oven, and yeah, <laughs> anyway, what does this person say? It
0: says, uh, you were talking about whether a body needs to be embalmed on TMS before cre- cremation. I don't know the answer to that but I used to live in a funeral home with a crematory or with a crematory and the bodies were placed in cardboard boxes before they were put into the crematory fun fact love the show Um, so my dad was cremated and the way they did it with him was we he was embalmed because we had him for the viewing and all that other other stuff Mm -hmm. and then when the cremation came around they didn't move him to something else they the coffin we bought is the one that they burned the body in like it was a wooden coffin and that oh, was really? part of okay. the cremation and the, and the pushed it through and the whole thing got burnt. And the only reason yeah. I know this is I asked the funeral director, I go do do they just take him out and put him in the oven directly or do they, you know, how just do they do it, do it?
2: Right there, right there in yeah. the, yeah. In yeah.
0: The, he's the, like, the, the, the reason coffin. your dad isn't using or the reason we didn't do a, um, uh, carbon fiber mm-hmm. type, uh, cause that's a lot of a lot of these are, are, you know, composite Light-rate. materials. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the reason they did wood was for that very reason, because you just feed it right into the, into the oven and you're done. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. If anyone out there's an expert, well, let us know. I've got some friends. Totally,
2: that are- it doesn't make sense. By the way, I do like his first sentence. If you break it down, is kind of funny. You mm. were talking about whether a body needs to be embalmed on TMS before cremation. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> It's Sentence like a, structure. It's like Keitel in uh, in Pulp Fiction. Now you got a corpse in the car minus a head mm-hmm. in the garage. Take yep. me to it. Yep.
0: Uh, the <laughs> the car doesn't have a head. The corpse head doesn't have a head. Speaking of him, right. my recommendal had him in
2: it, and he freaked me out. In the, the thing uh, I your, saw. Your recommendal in. for tomorrow. Yeah. I heard about I heard about this kick you're on, and I'm excited to talk about the thing you watch. So yeah,
0: I'm in a mood at the moment. I guess that new Good. one's
2: out today. I think.
0: According to bob yesterday it is like for rent
2: is it really like uh oh streaming really yeah, let's see
0: let me see if I can find it now because yesterday it was there was this news about it
2: wow that was that's quick,
0: yeah, supposed to be able to stream. yeah it today. amazon
2: prime video five ninety nine look at that
0: yeah you're renting it so i I think I'm going to be doing that tonight,
2: yeah, I don't see why why not yeah I mean I've got that I've got all the movies I want from uh alamo draft house right now but uh oh that's
0: true they probably still in theaters with that it's
2: definitely it's absolutely still in theaters and this feels like it's really fast i don't
0: know know what the deal is why why so quick like is it just because wes anderson movies are always small and they're always kind of you know they're they're definitely a they're not a massive crowd pleaser they're just weird art movies and maybe that's why i don't
2: know maybe maybe that's why we have uh, tickets for mission impossible tomorrow night at uh on the big screen at alamo draft house and of course with tina's current situation she doesn't not want to haul oxygen there so i had to pull in tristan and say hey you want to go see mission impossible in the theater tomorrow night he's like yes
0: i'm hearing very good things
2: good I'm excited Yeah, I'll talk about that on Thursday and I'll tell you about the the whole time travel aspect of uh, the new Mission Impossible movie
0: very nice I can't wait it's all in the trailer
2: (laughs) it's all in the trailer
0: Uh, it's right there
2: it's in the title Mission Impossible of course it's
0: time travel yeah of course it's time travel how else would you have a mission (laughs) that was impossible to do (laughs) because time travel is (laughs) impossible It makes perfect sense. all makes sense it to makes me It makes
2: perfect know. sense. Total perfect do sense. If you want to
0: send a text in like these two folks did, 801 4710462 is how you do it. Uh, that'll do it for us. Patreon.com slash TMS is the place to support the show. It is the 11th of the month. Perfect time to hop in and get your non-commercial feed that happens up on the Patreon, the pre-show content every week, couch parties on the weekend, art in the mail, and other great monthly benefits that can be yours if you sign up today at Patreon.com slash TMS. That's it. We're out of here. Uh, give me
2: another cover. And boy, it's going to be hard to top yesterdays. So I love that one. It's going to be hard, but I might be able to do it. Uh, Greg for Walkman wrote in and said, hey there, Frank and Beans, on July 11th. Happy birthday, Greg.
6: Let's party. Uh, I-
0: I heard happy birthday, so I had to play Yep,
2: that. you sure did. On July 11th, I'll hopefully wake up for the 56th year on this beautiful rock. For this special occasion, I would love to hear sea of love from the beautiful Chan Marshall, a.k.a. Cat Power. You guys get me through the days till the next Vegas trip. Can't wait to see my tadpole family each year and tumble down the stairs at the uh, uh, at the uh, sand dollar. I oh, added that right. part. Mm. Uh, Scott, could you tell me if it's too early for a fish sandwich? Never. Never. Uh, Sorry. Ibit mix. Ibit, oh, Ibit mix.
0: You want Ibit mix? I can do that. Uh, hold on. Here we go.
2: Hey, uh, is it uh, too early to get a fish sandwich? Hey, too early to get a fish sandwich. It's still it's like the same guy. It's like the same, same guy. guy. Yep. Sounds like the same guy. Uh, love you, Greg. For Walkman. Oh, oh, oh!
0: I just had a bonus.
2: <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't imitate the meme as well as I do. Scott. No,
0: not even close. Uh, real quick, uh, Greg is a is a saint. We love Greg, right?
2: for sure. St. Greg is is how we refer to
0: him. Um and he referenced <laughs> Vegas and all that. I am sure. so bummed. I mean, I'll get there to see it soon enough, but I'm so bummed that that giant dome wasn't done. Now that I've seen it in action like mm. video and stuff, that's yeah. awesome. They need Isn't to do that the Pokémon. Incredible. They got to do the Pokémon convention again next year. And yeah. then they got to turn that into a giant Pokéball. Do it right now, yeah. Vegas. What are you what are you waiting for, sure.
6: for? For sure.
2: Perfect. Yeah, like the whole Nintendo, yeah, do Nintendo World out there or something. The oh, the-, the basketball like turning into a giant basketball that was really cool but then they showed one where it looked like a glass sphere full of basketballs that were all bouncing around in zero gravity yeah it looked like thing. a
0: like a lava lamp of basketballs
2: like a yeah like a gumball machine full of uh, yeah it's so, so cool it's so amazing it's
0: amazing and i didn't even know that's what that thing was about i just knew there was construction i'm like oh they look like they're building another little i don't i, I yeah. didn't know what cuz no one ever told me and now yeah. i see it in action i'm like
2: how do we miss this giant globe? It's like a huge eyeball. They're doing all this cool shit with it. Even even hearing that, oh, it's going to have video screens on the outside so they can show you cool stuff. I was thinking, oh, great. So it's really just going to be giant ads for uh, the strippers direct to your room 3995. Great. Terrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Are they going to turn into a giant boob for uh, the adult video awards uh, <laughs> uh, when, when the AVN is in... Uh, in Vegas, yeah, China. right.
0: Like, there's a lot you could do that maybe they shouldn't do, but maybe they, they could. should.
2: the question is whether, not whether you could.
0: I remember, <laughs> so I read something about it. Each of those, uh, so it's all it's LEDs, right? And mm-hmm. they're the well, size of hockey pucks. And so, if you oh, get up you close see. to it, you could you'll see they're these little round dots that are black mm. that are all up and okay. down that thing, and they make up the screen and it apparently breaks like 15 world records on what it actually does and oh, sure. and all of that I cannot wait to get up there and see
2: that dude. There's a a really good like if you look up YouTube uh YouTube um MSG Sphere again I, it still boggles my mind how they just squandered the opportunity to call this thing Madison Sphere Garden oh as opposed gosh, to dude. the Madison Square Garden Sphere. It's so <laughs> awkward and dumb. The <laughs> Madison Sphere Garden? Come on. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, um, there's a great video with Bono on the edge walking around with with um, uh, a dude and they're serving the inside of this thing talking about, all right, the stage is going to be there. We figured out, this is the cool thing that I learned from that is that because it's, a concave surface inside they can do 3d effects that work no matter where you are sitting without glasses because it'll all look correct you know as opposed to a flat screen you have to have the 3d glasses to make those work. but if you're sitting in the right spot with a flat screen you can say oh that's 3d we see it every year with the um the Super Bowl halftime show—they have some sort of weird floor that everyone's dancing on, and it looks like cubes are falling away where the dancers are and stuff like oh, that. Oh, I see what which you're looks, saying. Yeah, looks great from one perspective, but if you're sitting on the other side of that stadium, it looks jank as hell. Right. With uh, with the sphere inside of it, they can do complete. Like total 3D stuff, no matter where you're sitting and have it all look really cool. That
0: sounds so cool. I can't wait. To it's see amazing.
2: This. Can't wait to see. We're going to see it in uh, September, me and uh, the D&D group. So I'll report. See if you can the, get in there.
0: Can you get in there? Or is that a, is that. I might
2: even... be able to, um, I don't think I want to, I, I think I'd love to see you two again, but I don't have the money to see you two again. So, <laughs> but I think they'll be doing regular shows if it's open by the time we get out there. Um, I think they'll have other entertainment that you can watch from the inside, like a whole our nation, our world and our oceans or something like that. Um uh little interior things that you can watch that aren't the concert and they clear everybody out and then they have the concerts. So uh, cool. the U two
0: when they deal. When they do the uh they do the moon, I'm looking at it now
2: yes Um, the moon looks so good it looks looks like the moon just fell on earth like it crashed into yeah it's a catastrophic
0: event that no one was warned about and bam there it is but then uh i saw i don't know if somebody faked it but i saw like a death star projection oh really yeah no
2: it's i haven't seen that one like if Uh, i was in
0: charge of this thing i would just be going all right how what are all the balls
2: let's do them all everything that's spherical we're putting it on there, you know? Yeah. I want the ultimate evil from, uh, the, the fifth element that, uh, the glowing oh, ball yeah. that looks like lava and ripples and stuff. Yeah, that'd uh, be cool. That'd that's be cool. what I want. I want them to do on that thing. Yeah.
0: It's really, really rad. So anyway, we'll just make
2: it look like uh, Gary Oldman's head with a little bit of blood <laughs> coming through his little plastic, uh, <laughs> plastic visor
0: <laughs> that disgusting thing he doesn't wash enough anyway hey greg yes. happy Ugh. birthday greg it's this is all about your birthday and our discussion
2: <laughs> <laughs> birthday ball talk hey yeah. how about uh from her album covers here is uh, cat power she also included this on the juno soundtrack in 2008 covering the song by phil phillips here is cat power and sea of love
6: today I knew